0: ancestry okay all Nine. right there you go hello hey man how you doing okay good
1: good 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 wow this, right. was like, this was like uh last minute so i'm kind of scrambling around but that's okay i'm glad right, to uh, right. I'm, I'm glad to be on the program with my number one fan <laughs> so uh <laughs> <laughs> i
0: appreciate that yeah you coming on and sharing your time with us because you know uh if you i'm always open that anybody that's got anything that they want to you know share some light on it because i certainly uh that's you know what, uh, and, uh, yeah me and, and, me and chuck
1: Middleton, me and chuck melton we're just talking about that we're like look here's the thing and you know i'm not blaming people okay you were raised a certain way you were raised with certain doctrine beliefs and to break free from that is difficult but there's one thing that is for sure that you'll, you'll hear a matter, you'll listen to it. And then you'll base your decision on that. And yeah, that, that that's why me and Chuck were, uh, 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 just glued to your channel because, well, not only are you relevant with, you know, the times that we're in and you speak on those things, um, you know, you are open to, to, to listening to, you know, different oh,
0: yeah. I'm and I'm and, trying to teachable. Yeah. So let me, let me just yeah, start off with remain saying,
1: teachable. Um, just because I believe in the preacher of rapture does not mean that I think that we're going to escape trouble. You know, uh, the church has been in trouble. It was in trouble 2000 years ago and the church is in trouble today. Um, that the rapture is a Moed A Moed is an appointment. So God has set just like the birth of Christ was set for a time and a date. The rapture is set for a time and a date that only the Father knows. And it's coming. Um, It's not not determined on how badly the church is being persecuted. It's not determined on uh, certain world events. Uh, It's already established for a day and an hour that uh, God had you know, in his mind before the foundations of the world. And so that's when the rapture is going to happen. Now, I believe that the rapture is okay. the fir- first judgment. Is, it's the first judgment on a God-rejecting world. Okay, now remember, it says that uh, when they say peace and safety, sudden destruction comes on them. That sudden destruction, yeah, I believe, is the rapture coinciding with satan and the fallen angels being kicked out of heaven and coming to the earth and uh that's what basically kicks off the 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 tribulation which i believe is seven years um yeah so uh let me start off if i might let me go ahead and
0: one is, uh, first Thessalonians 5 and 3 when they say peace and safety. While people are saying peace and safety, um security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains. As a woman, right? There's your um, Revelation 12 right there. And, and they will not escape the the right. uh, I'm sure he's, we're talking about those who are appointed to God's wrath. Right. Right. So Will now, when I, yeah. Now, when I was reading that, I was thinking that that was related to the wrath because he says, "But God has not appointed us to wrath." Right. You know. Uh, so you know, oh, the whole world has come upon Vincent, the I,
1: I, I contend that there's nowhere in the Bible where it talks about Satan's wrath versus God's wrath. Okay, it simply ain't in there. That's a construct that that people have have just basically come up with. If you read, there are 21 judgments, okay, that are coming from when the first seal are opened, okay? The first seven seal judgments kill one-third of mankind. Um, When when the red horse rider, that's the second judgment, the second seal. When the red horse rider comes, he comes to kill and conquer, and it's going to be unbelievably... uh, (laughs) The death is going to be
0: um, unbelievably. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a quite a death talk. Death. right? You know, uh, talk about, talking and that's about. Uh, and yeah. That's just the that's second. The part. Part it's talking about the uh, the blood going up to the horse's bridle, right? Uh, is that it might be the Armageddon? But it's going to be it's going to be a bloodbath, and right. I can't and see the, unimaginable. That God would even leave us in that particular, no. um, absolutely that not. that that kind of chaos, you know, that's going to happen to the world uh, right. when you know God, and and right now to be honest with you, looking at all of the stuff that's happening with uh, <laughs> how wicked the world has gotten. I mean, these these uh, politicians are lying, and they are just such liars that you know right. it. There used to be a time when I would be kind of questioning the, the existence of hell in terms of like, why would God just punish somebody that bad? But, you know, all the stuff that's coming out about this uh, pedophilia and the, the and the countless lies that politicians tell all of the things that they're doing to deceive the people of the earth, taking advantage of people. I mean, I can see now why there is hell. But yeah, I didn't mean to. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: and and that's just the second seal. That's it. And uh, you got to understand the restrainer is removed. The Lord removes the restrainer that's holding back this wickedness. You're talking at the second seal. uh, The death and carnage is going to be incredible. Nobody can tell me that that's not part of God's wrath because God allows, say, He releases Satan on a God-rejecting world. Okay, and the church is seen in heaven watching Him open up these seals, and I can prove that. But let, let, let me back up. Let me back up a little bit and and go to Second uh, oh. okay, Timothy, Second Timothy, um, ten five. Are you able to pull that up? All right. Second Timothy ten five. Yeah. And I would like to just ask the listeners what they think this means. It says, um let me come quickly. Talks about rightly dividing the word of truth. Okay, and that we're commanded to rightly divide. The word of truth, and this is the problem. Okay. Most people okay, you got
0: it. Did you want to read that? Or... Um uh it that would be uh in a different place then. Yeah, right in the word of truth that would be uh found here in second Timothy two fifteen. Uh there you go. Study there you go. Yeah, so show thyself approved God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth.
1: Right. So what does that mean? I've heard people tell me, well, that's, that's interpreting Scripture correctly. No. no, 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 no. That's not what it means. It means that uh, all Scripture is for you, but not all Scripture was written to us, the church. And Romans through, what is it? Philemon was written specifically to the church age. That's where you find the mystery of the rapture. That's where you find the mystery of the church, the gospel that was written specifically to the church. So what I want to do first is I want to rightfully divide and I want to debunk the smoking gun that post-tribulations use. And that's Matthew 24. Okay, they'll 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 see they'll read Matthew 24, uh, where it says after those days of the tribulation, you you know, the verse and they'll say, see,
0: it's after the tribulation. Well, here's the problem. Right. Well, yeah, see, I, I get it. I get it. I get what you're saying. And I've said that, too, about Matthew in terms of uh, Matthew 24 was written to the Jews uh, right. specifically about uh, the end time that would happen with them. But there is a difference between the mystery that Paul was speaking about and what the uh, Jews were going to be going through. Uh, and so yeah, I could see that there there could be uh a in this interpretation, yeah a division between the church and uh the people in the church age and then the people of the um uh the Zionists the jews the 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 continuation of God uh dealing with the Jews and right now we're at the 69th week and this is the church age Absolutely. Uh, and so to- and- you yeah, go ahead.
1: And for those who think that Matthew was written to the church, because they'll use that verse and say, you know, here's the proof that it's after the tribulation. For those that believe that, give me this much. If you're going to take a verse out of Matthew and apply it to the church, you got to take all of Matthew and apply it to the church. And I ask people, are you going to give me that much? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. okay. well, let's go to Matthew 10, 5, where it says these 12 Jesus sent forth. And who are the twelve? They're the 12 um, Jews from the 12 tribes and commanded them saying, go not into the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans. Enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So the Gentiles weren't even invited. Okay. We were not um, Uh to be saved. That was the original plan was for Jesus to come back and to save his lost sheep. Okay. We were not in the picture. So you can't right. take with, this verse where he's, say, where he's commanding them. Yeah. Don't go to the Gentiles. Do not go. Do not enter into the Samaritan. Do not share the kingdom. This is not for them. Salvation is to the Jews. So you can't take mm-hmm. this and apply it to the church is my point. So you're right. Yeah. You're, it's an instruction book to the Jews during the tribulation. And that's rightfully dividing scripture. Okay. Doing, All right. That's where I'm at on that. Um, Let's get down to some really good stuff. So can I show you a verse uh, in the Old Testament that is clearly a rapture verse? Let's go to um, Psalms 50. I like using the King James. Okay, We're going to go to Psalms 50. Now I want, I'm going to read this and I just want folks to just let the scripture speak for itself. Listen to what's being said and you tell me what you think. Okay. So here in Psalms 50 and the Lord says, there's two events going on here. Lord says the mighty God, even the Lord hath spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun until going down thereof out of Zion, the per, the perfection of beauty, God hath shined. Our God shall come and shall not keep silent. A fire shall devour before Him, and it shall be very temptious, temptatious. How do you spell it? That's what's the definition of that word? Just a lot of chaos. Tempestuous. Right? Tempestuous. Yeah.
0: yeah temp, temp, Like a like a storm. A lot,
1: of, a lot of chaos, storm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Really. Troubles, troublesome. So the Lord's coming. Around.
1: Yeah, around about him. It's gonna be very temptuous, around about him. And remember when it says uh that the Lord's gonna shake the heavens and shake the earth? Uh, well, it says right here, he shall call to the heavens yeah. from above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Then it says, verse five, this is key gather my saints unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Who are these saints who made a covenant by sacrifice with the Lord by his blood? The church, Hmm. right? That's verse five. Now go to verse six. Yeah. Now he's addressing, everything changes here. And then he says, so he's gathered his saints. They're gone. And then he says, and the heaven shall declare his righteousness, for God shall judge himself, Selah. Then it changes. Then he shifts to Israel. Saints are gone. Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel. I will testify against thee, I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee for thy sacrifices or thy burnt offerings to have been before me. I will take no bullock out of thy house, nor he goats out of thy folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, and every cattle upon a hill. I know all the fowls of the mountain and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell thee, for the world is mine, and the fullness thereof. I will I eat flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the most high. So he's speaking to the to Israel.
0: And then verse 15 yeah, to Israel. Because Commence uh, sacrifices again. Right, they started sacrificing again. Right. Go ahead. So, verse
1: fifteen. This is key again. And call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, for thou shalt glorify me. Where does it say in Revelations where the Jews are going to call upon the Lord before He comes back uh, at the second coming? The raptures already happened. We're talking about the second advent. So. This is interesting. So who are these people back here? Verse five, gather my saints unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. They're gone. Then he goes to Israel and basically tells them he's coming with a whip. Okay. (laughs) He's coming to judge and he's telling them "Get on your knees. Thank God. And uh, call on me in the day of trouble. We all know Jacob's trouble is, is the seventh day. Tribulation. So there's an old yeah. test proof right there. I don't see how you get around that. Um,
0: that, that. that is pretty profound. Uh, because again, that's eye-opening. Uh he shall call from heaven above uh and to the earth, right. That he may judge his people. Gather yep. my saints together unto me. Right. Uh, that's first that made for for with his. me. That sacrifice okay so there's that yeah yeah i mean i can see that that's good that's really good what do you guys think out there uh let me see here oh it gets better it gets better continue up to the third heaven yeah uh you're saying by god's grace Uh, revelation chapter i mean uh, corinthians second corinthians chapter 12 and two to four huh okay all right. Okay. Let, let me fire uh, off, Guys, I'm trying to they're saying uh, I I'm I'm blocking your points. I'm okay. Go ahead and make your point. <laughs> they said Oh <laughs> no. Saying, no, no I, don't be rude. Rude. I hope I'm not being rude. Uh-huh. Said, let's make, I said I make need it to breathe dance. every once in a while. You
1: know, I, I can't breathe, yeah. Vince. Where, where's my mask? Let me get my
0: mask on. <laughs> where's your <Yeah>. mask?
1: <laughs> so so check this one out. Now um okay. I've read these two scriptures and I know you have over and over and I never put them together. It was Chuck Middleton. He was so excited. He called me like two o'clock in the morning. He goes, brother, he goes, I was just doing some study, man. He goes, check this out. And I literally melted in my couch when, when, when he told when he showed me this. So here we are. Revelation 17, 12. Okay. Okay. The context of this is the tribulation. There's no doubt about it. And it says right here, it says, and the 10 horns which thou saw are 10 kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the beast. So this talks about the Antichrist is gonna give power unto these 10 kings for one hour. What is that one hour? That one hour is the tribulation period. That is the new world order. That is um, the time of testing for the people left behind, right? It's obvious what that one hour is, unless someone else can give me um, a different opinion on that. Uh, that's what that means. So remember the one hour with the beast. This is during the tribulation period. All right. I believe that the 10 Kings are already selected. I just believe that we're waiting on the restrainer to be removed for this new world order to kick off and these 10 kings are going to step up and um, rule and reign with the Antichrist. I believe that those kings are ready to go. That's my personal opinion. Okay. So they haven't received their their kingdom yet. They haven't received it yet because the restrainer is still here. Restraining restraining this new world order from happening. Okay, we got that. uh, Mm -hmm. Now let's go to, this is incredible. Go to Revelations 310. All right. This too is using the same verb verbiage, and this too is talking about the tribulation period. And it says, Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from what? From the hour, the hour. Of, temptation the hour of temptation that shall come upon the whole world to try them that upon the earth. It's the same hour, it's the same time frame that the the 10 Kings rule with the Antichrist. And Christ says he's gonna keep us from that hour, right there. When I saw that man,
0: I about fell out of my shoes. Yeah. So go back there and tell me about that hour again. So they're gonna rule, the beast is gonna have one hour. Right, right. So 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 you can. the
1: Lord says he's gonna keep us from that hour of temptation, which shall come upon the whole world uh huh. That is the new world order. That's the beast system. He's going to keep us from that. And the proof was, um, we're going to go back to Revelation seventeen twelve, and it says, "And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings for one hour with the beast." Ah, that's good. Boom. 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 <laughs> that
0: exciting or what um and so in um uh, going back in three what ten what was yes sir that we're going to that one hour you're connecting it with the with that one hour there
1: yeah yeah you won't find any you won't find that language anywhere else in the bible about the one hour and that is obviously talking about the time frame of the tribulation because that's what it, you know it's what it is well, well brother,
0: brother <laughs> <Wait> one hour <laughs>
1: it was,
0: Yeah you know this stuff here you know we are hugging Jesus and kissing him on his cheek oh, oh. you know man because it's getting bad.
1: <laughs> it is it is uh, and I'm not yeah. and I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying it's not gonna get any worse because you know we could have a World War Three. That's not yeah. that that that's not going to trigger the rapture, okay? We could have we could have many 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 problems and tribulations, and um, I'm not denying that. Uh, but,
0: but now you, you're just making a distinction between the tribulation that you have now versus the great tribulation.
1: Right, right. So you're,
0: you're you're saying the great tribulation is so um,
1: the last seven years of mankind's history. That's what it is. It's the last, it starts, it kicks off the last seven years. It's the time of Jacob's trouble. Yes, sir. The whole seven, not in the middle. Because you got people, Vincent, who say, well, you know, this Rosenthal guy who came up with this, you know, mid-tribulation, pre-wrath or whatever. You know, you want to talk about uh, a new teaching. I mean, that just came out in the 80s, right? And here's the thing. The Bible does not support a mid-tribulation rapture for the church. However, it does support a mid-tribulation rapture, but it's clear it's the hundred and forty-four thousand. Church is not mentioned there. Okay, it's the it's the hundred and forty-four thousand only that get taken up mid midpoint through the tribulation. So there is a rapture,
0: but not for the church. It ain't is there. that along with the um, taking up of the two witnesses.
1: That's after. Once they're taken up, the two witnesses um, finish out their ministry, and then they're the last two to be left as witnesses for Christ before Christ actually comes back and puts down this evil and this sinful world. But yeah. Um,
0: so, I, so I uh, a- Grant, Grant Bennett is asking about the Noahide laws. How does that fit in in that? There and the head being cut off and all of that.
1: Well, the Noahide laws. Um, yeah, I believe that that's the, that that could be part of you know laws implemented for the tribulation. Sure, I mean because uh, but the church is going to be gone. Let me ask you a question. Don't you find this strange that you read Revelations one through three, right? Just read it for yourself. Uh, you don't have to do it now. Yeah, because it's going to take some time. But you see the church mentioned Revelations 1 through 3. The church is mentioned 18 times, Vincent. 18 times. Okay. Revelations 1 through 3. You get to Revelations 4.1. John is caught up and a door is opened. Right. And the church is not mentioned one single time throughout the entire tribulation period. No instructions to the church. No nothing. It ain't mentioned. The church is gone. Where'd the church go? It's not mentioned one time where the prior three chapters church is mentioned 18 times. Uh, Yeah. So the church is, you know, suspiciously absent for the rest of the tribulation period. It's at the trumpet sound, come up hither, the rapture. And then once we're in heaven, what happens? That's when Christ starts there, opening up the- there.
0: Well, there's a lot of precedents for the rapture anyway uh when it, when you look at some of the pictures of the archetypes of the old testament the people uh, like enoch and uh, elijah right you know, um we we do have pictures of it uh even i believe even noah's ark being sheltered from the uh you know the the Noah's Ark is a picture of Christ. You know being uh, sheltered in Him. Right. So yeah, there is um, definitely. I believe in the Rapture one hundred percent. I just don't. Right. I just don't know when just it start was. You to touched the timing.
1: Right. I understand that. Yeah. The,
0: time, the timing is. Uh, I understand is, that. Is, is elusive right. when it comes
1: down to if, it. If but, if there was no, I'm I'm about to show you a smoking gun. Okay, and um, I'm not going to take credit for this. This is, you know, me and friends putting our heads together and then somebody will come up and say, man, check this out. And that's how, um, you know, th- this has worked recently. But I'm going to show you a smoking gun, the smoking gun for the preacher rapture. That's next. Um, phew, my mind's going a- a- 100 million miles a minute. Um, let's go ahead and just go to that verse. I forgot what I was going to say. It, uh, it-, it had something to do with what you just said. You know, oh, 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 yeah. Okay, let's pretend that there's no proof whatsoever in the Bible of a rapture. Can we just look at the character of God? Can we just do that? Can we look at the character of God and ask ourselves what he's done in the past? Is he going to put the church, which is a body of believers that he loves dearly? We're the bride of Christ. He's going to put them through hell on earth. Is I, wouldn't, the, think so. I wouldn't think so. Is that the character of God? So. Look. No.
0: Look what, he, look what he did for Lot. He saved Lot. That's a picture of the rapture. They were yeah, that's a picture of the rapture right there. Right because he went up. He went up right. out of that whole oh, area. Those who say, love him.
1: It, it might be easier for people to give me an example of where God has taken a group of people that love him dearly okay, that are saved and doing you know, the, the right things that are following Christ and God just threw them to the wolves, give me one example in the Bible. So we got Lot, we got Noah, everyone knows the story about Noah, okay, his whole family. There was so much wickedness going on back then. I mean, most of the people on earth back then were, were hybrids anyway, you know what I mean? But Noah and his family were saved. So, you know, there's a picture there. You go to Egypt with Pharaoh, okay? He saved the uh, he, he he saved the uh, the Hebrews from Pharaoh, right? They remember they painted yeah. the blood on the doorsteps when the death angel came over to kill the firstborn. That wow. blood was was a picture of Christ, um, you know, saving us. Yeah. So so he saved them. Not only he saved them, but he led them out of their captivity, and we all we all know the story. So yeah. each and every time what you see in God's character is those who love him. Uh, he protects, he protects. Look, this, yeah. this is something I didn't have written down, but I'm going to go ahead. Cause it just popped in my head. So what, let, me, let me give you the example of, do you remember the story, uh, with Moses? And he, sm- he smote the rock and then the water poured out. Yeah. For the people, okay, you know the story, right? Yeah. Moses. Moses was told. That Moses was told to speak to the rock. What is the rock there implying? Jesus. That's right. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's Jesus. So, what did what did uh, what did Moses do? He went in there and smote the rock twice right and yeah. because he did that you're talking about Christ is the rock he smote the rock twice and because of that he could not go into the promised land we're all looking to go into the promised land okay yeah it was because of unbelief the scripture says it was because unbelief that's why uh you know he did what he did so you know um now do you think that our god Jesus Christ with the church that he loves is going to smite his body the second time. Now I'm talking about Christians as a whole. Okay. Yes. There's Christian persecution. Yes. There's been martyrdom. I understand. I'm talking about Christians as a whole. Is he going to leave us all down here to be beheaded by the to be wiped out, to be, um, um, killed by the antichrist. That's clearly what revelation says. Man, if you're left behind during the tribulation, you know as well as I do. If you read Revelations, there's not going to be many survivors. Okay. He's given power over the saints to kill them. That's what Revelation says. Okay. But then if you read, uh, you know, what Jesus was saying to Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail over my church. You got a contradiction there. Unless, unless. That verse is true. The gates of hell will not prevail over the church, and the church is removed prior to the antichrist. Just
0: that, that, that's a good point. That's something that I had never thought about. That is really good because the gates of hell, I can't prevail against the church because God said it can't. So right. you can't go back on the door and then allow the church to uh, for the gates of hell to prevail against them. That's right. Because if the church is here. Then that would be he'd have to, you know, that would be a point where there's a real serious conflict. In, yeah. um, contradiction. You know, contradiction. Right. contradiction. We can just, we just can't have a contradiction in the word of God like that. No, absolutely a, not. I I like that. I like that. It's really I that's a really thought provoking. Yeah. Now
1: let me get to this smoking gun here. This is awesome. Uh sorry you guys had this all these written
0: down you know a lot of uh, while you're doing that a lot of people are commenting about this um you know being fed to the lions and then they're also commenting about uh more than you know uh, there right. many christians but i think you answered that in terms of that you you're looking at the church as a whole the, the right. big picture you know of the right. church as opposed to right. you know, things that's you know, happen here it, and, and there. It, it, now, and we'll say, go ahead. A lot of people in China might feel like they're in the Great Tribulation, right? now Because, because they are going I'm through. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, in various uh, places around the world. Let me plug up my. And
1: yeah, like I said, you know things
0: things could very well uh, get worse.
1: You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that people are going to escape. You know tribulations we are in tribulations
0: right now when when you talk about the great tribulation are you referring to the supernatural events as well yes like uh i'm talking about so that so in your opinion the great tribulation are the supernatural events the uh fire from the sky the uh opening up of the of the euphrates river and all of those demons coming out right right once the, once the restrainer
1: yeah, once the restrainer removed once the restrainer is removed all bets are off we have just now entered from a natural order to a supernatural order once god removes yeah. that restrainer that restrainer is a big deal a big
0: deal once that's removed so, uh so, so you think we will not see the um and this is it's kind of I'm thinking about the Antichrist is supposed to uh, show some really remarkable signs and wonders, uh, uh, lying starting, signs. And wonders. Boom. Lying
1: signs and wonders. See, yeah, Satan, when he finds out he's got but a short time, he's the power and the prince of the air, right? He's got a lot of power right now when he's cast uh-huh. out and he's put into flesh. When, he, when he's thrown into a flesh body, he has lost all that power. Why do you think that they're, you know, running head over heels to get this technology on surveillance where they can surveil the entire population? They can know where you're at. They can know what you had for breakfast. They can know what medications you've taken. They're going to have all that information on every person satan's gonna have to yeah. or the antichrist is gonna have to use technology to become a god on this earth right yeah
0: that's why they're I, doing, I, I, they're doing. He, he wants to be omnipotent and i'm the yeah. just like god and he can go through, ahead. This technology. through this
1: technology he'll be able to succeed somewhat in in doing that yeah, but once he's thrown into the flesh wow. and he and he realizes that he's limited, um, that's when he gets wroth. That's when he gets angry because he knows that he's got but a short time. And uh, whoa, whoa, whoa those people wow. get left behind, man. I, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't wish it on Hillary Clinton, I wouldn't wish it on
0: the biggest devil out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I just I just wouldn't, man. It's it's yeah. gonna be a okay. I, I wouldn't, but I'm sure that there are a number of people out there who think, uh, obviously they they think that um, Lucifer is is some angel of light that's going to bring them into a, a golden age because I can't see just some people know what they're doing. They know that they're bringing the Antichrist in. And, you know, this certain ideal and whole ideal about the... Uh, D Wave computer and all that stuff, man. They're messing around with stuff that I would never mess around with, but they apparently believe that Lucifer is going to be their savior. Right, man. Man. And and I don't know what what are they. What I can't imagine. (laughs) You know, the anybody dealing with such an unpredictable um, spirit. Or I don't, you know, for lack well, of and, a better word. And,
1: and Vince, I want to just say, you. man, that's why we love
0: you. Okay, that's why um,
1: you're you're my top five guy, man. Because look, there aren't pastors out there that have the knowledge. You speak of D-wave computers. You speak of the AI uh, mark of the beast. You speak of all these topics that you don't get in church, man. And yeah, but, it's it's know. refreshing. There's nobody out there. I mean, there's there's pastors. Pastor Charles Lawson. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He touches on the New World Order and, you know, transhumanism and different things. But for the most part, um, I can't name any pastors. I, I could not name five pastors that are yeah. like that are out there trying to educate people on
0: what's going on in our world right now. And, uh, well, you know, it, it's called coming to the head because I think. There are some people just now they have to face it. I was just looking at John MacArthur the other day. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, an article with John MacArthur. He said, look, if they if they shut the church down again, we're not doing it. And I was really surprised that John MacArthur would actually, because he's kind of like uh, Romans 13, you know, and he, yeah. he's always talking about that, that. So I was really surprised that John McArthur was going to defy. Yeah. Uh, So. So I think I think what's happening is that and and I just talked to a pastor the other night, a friend of mine's uh, uh, pastor, Bishop Wardell. And what he wants what he you know, when I started talking to him about that stuff, he was like, well, I try not to think about that. And, you know, all he was trying to do, he was trying to go with the narrative. And he was telling me about a program that he had for uh, black kids that uh, he wanted to implement because they weren't gonna be in school. And what were the challenges for kids uh, in the community that would not be in school and he wanted to do some of that stuff. And I was saying, well, you know, that's great and that's good and all, but realize Realize where all of this is really going, and I want you to be aware of that. And he said, "Well, that just kind of brings chills to me even to think about it." So maybe some people are just too afraid to talk about it. I don't
1: really—that's what it is. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, and, the, and then,
0: then the other thing—they may be afraid that the parishioners would probably leave them and think they were nuts. You
1: know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but but so Vincent, I need you to shut down your church, okay? As the governor of your state, but all the Planned Parenthood facilities in your state will remain open. And I'm sorry that yeah. that may upset you, but we need to, you know, we need an outlet to bring in these babies and, and you know, chop them up. <laughs> so does this make any sense?
0: It's just insane. You yeah, know, it's, in- it's so in your yeah. face if you're awake of what the yeah. agenda is. It, it is in your face. And, you know, I can tell people that. Uh, not in church, I was telling them that today, and uh, you know, everybody was sitting around and just kind of yawning. I was like, Well, I don't know, you know, I don't know when people are going to get outraged about the whole thing, you know. And I think it just comes from not we've gotten lackadaisical, kind of like the uh, church of Laodicea. Uh, we've become too complacent and too we're going there, that's right, we're yeah. going right there. Yeah, next we're, we're loving the world so much, you know. We need to be more like Philadelphia, you know. That's right. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Let's go. Uh, let's go to Revelations two. Um,
1: the back end of this story is when I found this and uh, brought it up to Chuck. I mean, he was like, "Oh my goodness!" He goes, "I've read this a hundred times. I never saw it." I go, "Me either." So I went as far as um, I emailed. Three different pastors. Um, Charles Lawson was one of them. Um, uh, Should I give names or should I just leave the names out? These are are well-known pastors. I emailed them and I said, look, I say if you're so against the pre-tribulation rapture, I need you to answer one question for me. And they they either took my comment down. Because I was getting so many thumbs up in the comment section, or they either completely removed it, or they just ignored me. That nobody to this date has ever t- taken this question and given me their opinion on it. And so let's go to Revelations two. The context of this is Jesus is speaking to the churches, and he's warning the churches. These are not unsaved people, okay. These are saved people, supposedly, okay? Because you got the lukewarm in there. You got, and he's warning them, come back to your first love, okay? Uh He's warning them over and over and over the word repent. Repent of your deeds. Come back to me, your first love, right? Yeah. That's the warning. The Laodicea, he's, you know, step out of the world, come back to me. That's what he's pleading. And then what happens after he pleads with the churches? He gets right into the tribulation begins what? Uh, The first seal I think is opened in Revelation six. This is Revelation two. So Revelation four, there was a door open in heaven. Uh, There's your herpazo come up hither. And then yeah, by Revelation uh, five, there's a group of people in heaven uh, who are wearing crowns. They're at the throne and they're given white raiment. Who's promised those three things? There's only one group of people that are promised those things. The church. We're promised white raiment. We're promised a crown. Let no one steal your crown. Um, and we're promised to sit at the throne. So that's the picture that you see in Revelation four. Okay. Uh five. Sorry. Five. Where there are a massive group of people from all tongues, all cultures, all nations who are up at God's throne, worshiping him, singing a new song. And they all have crowns on. Who, who's that? That is the church. It's it's not angels. 24 elders are not angels. Angels are not promised crowns. This is the 24 represents the total. Uh, uh I forget how to really explain it um
0: body of believers. Okay. So you have Revelation chapter 4 verse 10.
1: Yeah, well, let's back up to this this uh this proof I got right here.
0: Okay. And then I'm going to
1: ask the listeners, I'm going to add, hey, give me an answer to this because as of, as of today, I've asked pastors, I've asked uh several YouTube channels, no one will give me an answer. Like I said, I'm either blocked or they just ignore me. So we're going to go to Revelation. I was just giving you the context, what was going on in Revelation 2.18, where Jesus is pleading with the churches okay, to come back to him. That's what's going on. So let's start with verse
0: 18. Revelation he's, 2. He,
1: yeah, 2.18, he's, he's speaking to the church of Thyatira, and he says, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like a flame of fire and feet like fine brass. I know thy works in charity and service and faith and patience and thy works. The last to be more than the first, notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee because thou suffers that woman Jezebel that call herself a prophetess to teach and seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things, sacrificed unto idols. Now stop right there. I'm just going to give you my personal opinion. I believe that this particular church is talking about the Catholic church. That's my personal opinion. Okay. It says, uh, let me back up. was withstanding a few things against thee, because thou suffers that woman Jezebel, which called herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent. Let me repeat that. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. Wow. So my question is, if we're all going to be here, he's talking to the church. If we're all going to be here through the tribulation, how can Jesus cast a body of believers into great tribulation? And it's like crickets out there. No one responds. No one's got an answer to that. You want to know why? there is no answer the answer is the church ain't the church is gone okay he's going to remove his church and i'm not going to get into the lukewarm and who's left behind because i'm not i'm not fruit inspector okay that's up to god who gets left behind
0: okay those that aren't you know well, I wonder, truly converted. I, wonder, I wonder if um you know they did a word study on it you know like um uh, searched it out on in the greek you know? It'd be interesting to find out.
1: Yeah, I haven't done that. I know you're good at doing stuff like that. Maybe you could check that yeah, out. No,
0: I'm, I'm, you know, it's so, you so matter of fact and right in your face, though. And you right know, there. Yeah. How can G- he's
1: telling him, look, repent or I'm going to cast you into great tribulation. How is that even possible, Vincent? Because we're going to be here through the great tribulation. Remember, that's what we're being told.
0: So. Yeah, Is that that awesome or what? We're going to be in the great tribulation. That would be redundant for them to say that I'm going to cast you into great tribulation. Right. So apparently we're not going to be in the great tribulation. No.
1: If you've repented and you've gotten right with the Lord and you're saved, you know, people really don't like that word repentance. Okay. Look, however you want to call it. If you've gotten right with the Lord, you know, I, I, I repent every day. And some people don't believe you got to do that, man. I'm on my face and I ask the Lord, look, I'm a mess up, you know, for anything and everything that I've done today, Lord, will you just, will you please forgive me? I'm sorry. You know, and I do that every day regardless. Um, is it required? I don't know if it's required or not. I just do it because I feel led in my spirit to,
0: to, to shake off the filth off me every day, you know, (laughs) work out out your soul salvation with fear and trembling. That's right so if we're if, you know if we're supposed to be all comfortable uh, i think we have to rewrite that scripture because the scripture is already telling us that we need to work out a salvation right working out with fear and trembling because we've been we've been called to good works you know we've been called to good i good works so you know even though works don't save you we have right. still been called to good works and jesus is a real good fruit inspector yes sir a lot of people do not believe that and and i was just talking about that today with some people in the church you know they, they kind of were you know complacent comfortable and not uh even concerned paul said that you know i'm i'm uh i'm still trying to apprehend what i've already what, what's already been apprehended and right so that I, I i get you i get you on that because i'm doing the same thing you know yeah <laughs> especially waiting for this day to come because it right. seems like we've got to keep our lamps trimmed.
1: Right. Uh, and it's know.
0: not it's it,
1: it to me it's not a work, okay? I mean, people oh, this was done by design. You know, all these denominations that we got now under the umbrella of being a Christian where, you know, this church believes um you know that 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 the church is going to bring in the 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 millennial reign. And this church believes Christ is And all these little doctrines out there that have divided and chopped up the churches. I mean, it's you got churches out there that are all, they don't believe in the preacher of rapture. It's just basically based on the timing of the rapture was not even a salvation issue. And it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. We should all come together as brothers and sisters in Christ, regardless on the timing of the rapture. I mean, give me a break. I got people who who, who left me as, um, a friendship. I mean, our friendship, just because I believe in a pre-trib rapture. And I'm thinking, what kind of spirit is that, you know, where, um, you want to stop, you know, being friends and uh, over a doctrine of the rapture and the timing of the rapture. I mean, it makes no sense. And, And why wouldn't, why wouldn't we be looking for the, for the Lord's return? And, Mm -hmm. you know, God bless. Look, I'm not judging people that believe the post-trib, you know, you're still my brother and sister and I love you. And if that's what you want to believe, that's completely fine with me. But I have to say this, because this is the truth. If you do believe that there's a post-trib at the end or a no-trib, by default, and I know most won't admit this, but it's the truth you're not looking for the Lord's return because certain things have to happen before the Lord returns, namely the tribulation. Okay. That has to happen first. So why, why would you be out there praying and looking for the Lord's return when that's actually, there's a verse I'm going to read off some, some, some scriptures here real quick, but there's a verse in the Bible that talks about those who love the appearing of the Lord are going to receive a crown for that. Those who are watching for his appearing receive a crown for that. And Vincent, that might be my only crown. Okay. But I need at least one friend. I need at least one because, you know, you know, in the Bible where it says, we're going to cast our crowns at the Lord's feet. Yeah. yeah. How awkward is that going to be when Shane's up there and everyone's <laughs> casting their crowns and I ain't got one to throw at his feet. Right, I'm going to right. be like reaching over, grabbing one of
0: yours be like you, man. oh my god oh, man i'm just hoping to get in be honest <laughs> with you good god and, and uh that you know that's a, that's the whole thing with me just i i want to get in the door <laughs> <laughs> i don't I want to i don't want to uh, you know matthew 7 matthew seven twenty one says depart from me you worker of iniquity i never knew you oh. no. Oh, God. The most terrifying yeah. words. You those, are, those are terrifying. Those words are terrifying. Lord have mercy. That, yeah, we don't want to. I, I want. Do you remember me? <laughs> do you remember me, Jesus? You know, so that's yeah. what I'm always doing. I try to I try to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do. That's right. That's what we're all doing. Hey,
1: let me. Uh, I know that we're going to wind this up. Let me just read some some real quick scriptures. rapid fire. Okay. People, okay it uh if, they, if people want to write these down now's the time to do it and you can read them later but i'm gonna i'm gonna read yep. them real quick okay you got revelation three one behold i come quickly hold that fast which thou hast that no man take thy crown nobody's stealing my crown buddy right. that ain't happening all right second timothy four eighteen or i'm sorry second timothy four eight henceforth there's laid up a what here it is again a wow. crown of righteousness which the lord the righteous judge shall give to me on that day this is paul speaking and not to me only but to all of them that love his appearing there's that crown i'm going to get right there if i only get one i got that one coming so i'll have okay. something to, to, to give the lord you know <laughs> all right luke 21 28 and when these things begin to come to pass look up and lift your heads for your redemption draw nigh. What things, if you go back, it talks about all the things that are actually have already started taking place on the earth already. And what's the Lord is interesting. It says, when you begin to see these things come to pass. Now, it doesn't say after these things come to pass. It says, when you begin to see these things come to pass, look up for your redemption draws nigh. Revelations 4:1. After this verse right here, the church isn't mentioned one single time throughout the entire tribulation period—not one time. After this, I looked and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the voice—and the first voice which I heard was as a trumpet talking to me, which said, "Come up hither. There's your harpazo, and I will show thee things which must come hereafter." What things is he showing? This is when the church is caught up, and what things is he showing? They have to come after. It's the tribulation period. Okay, mm-hmm. he's up there busting those seals open, and we're up there watching this. Wow. Revelations two twenty two. Behold, oh, that's the one I just gave you guys. I will cast them that commit adultery there into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. So there's a there, there's a get out of jail free card right there, man. You don't want to go through the tribulation. Repent mm-hmm. to God. Get right with the Lord. And he promises that uh, you won't have to. And
0: and what's interesting is that here. Here, Jesus, the one who died on the cross for our sins and and we gave us grace, uh, telling us as the church to repent. Yes, sir. You know, there there, that there you have it. Jesus is telling you to repent. Some people say we don't have to repent once we've been saved. Yeah. Right. (laughs) <laughs>
1: you know what? I didn't want to go there, man, but I've I've read that verse too, and I'm like, man, Jesus says that we need to repent. And what's repent mean? It just means what, Vincent? It means a change of mind. Right? To turn, change, turn turn from change. our yeah. wicked ways as yeah. best we can. Turn away from wickedness. Leave That's this it. world behind. There's nothing left in this world to love. I mean,
0: to me, yeah. there's nothing left for the in no, this world. Not. No, it's not. Actually, it's not. As a matter of fact, if you don't give it up now, you yeah. must be brain dead oh yeah you got something seriously wrong you well know, some some people are still you know trying to celebrate i can't wait for the movies to start back again at the movie oh. theater. i'm like look they're finished programming us now it's getting ready to do something else yeah
1: we're on the verge yes sir okay first thessalonians 4 16 for the lord himself okay let me let me just say real quick those people that that say that the the last trumpet the rapture happens at the last, was it the seventh trumpet during, uh-huh. during revelations? Okay. I'm going to debunk that right now. Cause first of all, those judgment trumps are clearly blown by angels. We're talking about two separate events here. I just had a guy uh-huh. come on my, on, on my video today and say, no, 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 you got it wrong. You know, the, the rapture is clear. It happens at the last Trump. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Those are judgment trumps, and they're blown by angels. It's crystal clear. What's First Thessalonians 4.16 say? For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. There is no mention of angels. This says the Lord himself descends with the trump of God. So this is clearly two separate events. This is the rapture when he comes to the clouds and calls us home. The judgment trumps, okay, that's during the tribulation. We're gone. Two separate events. Mm-hmm. Um, then which we are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord and so sh- shall we always be with the Lord. I can't wait for that. Um, yeah. What else did I have? Uh, Romans two ten. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good, to the Jew first, and also to the Gentile. I don't know why I put that in there, but it sounds good anyway. Okay. Um, A point I want to make. The rapture is known as a mystery. It wasn't known in Matthew. It wasn't known in the Gospels. It was a mystery that was given to Paul by Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. What is a mystery? A mystery is something unknown. A mystery yeah. is something that was kept hid in God from the foundations of the world um, mm-hmm. to be given out at a certain time. And he chose Paul to reveal this mystery. Right. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling of the light of an eye, at the last trump for the trumpet. Shall sound and the dead in Christ raised incorruptible, and we shall be
0: changed. This whole rapture is a mystery. So you're putting that together with the trump of God in uh, earlier. Yes. Uh, Luke twenty-one
1: thirty-six. Watch. What does this mean? I mean, if we're going to go through the tribulation, they just need to, you know, erase this out of the Bible. It doesn't need to be there. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to what escape. escape. And they and people are like you're just trying to escape tribulation. Yeah, man, I, I want to oh, escape. Uh, <laughs> I do want to yeah. escape. Yeah, and 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 the Lord says, you know, that we should be asking to be worthy to escape yeah. all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man.
0: People don't you like know, that word worthy because they think it has something to do with you know, some some kind of way we're um, we're destroying the gospel of grace by uh, saying worthy, you know. We're not worthy, yeah. Me and you aren't worthy of
1: nothing. You know what I pray? I pray always throughout my day to be worthy to escape, but that worthy, I pray that I'm worthy in Christ and that Christ's yeah. blood and his sacrifice covers a multitude of my sins and he makes me worthy. That's yeah. why when we're in heaven, that's why we cast our crowns at his feet because we realize we're we in realize heaven.
0: we weren't worthy. Yeah.
1: We're in what? heaven. And we realize we, we shouldn't be there, but because yeah. of him and his yeah. grace and mercy, we're there. Wow. Yeah. And we're like, he gets my crown. There it goes. Yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> that's good.
1: Oh, Jeremiah, let's see, alas, alas, for that great day, Jeremiah 37, alas, for that great day, so that none is like it, it's even the time of Jacob's trouble, not the church's trouble, Jacob's trouble, and here's the thing I want to say, people say, well, the tribulation, you know, is to purify and cleanse the church, it's like, are you kidding me? That's what people believe. Um, no, it's not to purify and cleanse it. That's not the purpose of the tribulation. The Bible's clear. The tribulation, uh, yeah. tribulation, is to bring the Jews to their knees
0: for salvation. Okay, it's and, it's, it's for the Jews. Well, um, and you know that that makes a lot of sense because God, at some point, has to deal with the Jews individually because they uh you know right now we know what's going on with the jews now okay so we understand that a lot of this stuff that that's going on is coming our way from wickedness and what they've chosen to do in terms of serving the uh you know lucifer so god at some point has to really get on there because um He's got to purify them. He's got to straighten them out because Paul said, you know, that all, they will be saved eventually. But I think right now, like, like it says, we are in on that prophetic clock in between that period between the 69th week and the seventh week of Daniel. Right. And that, we're in that, that time of grace. That's, that's where we are. Yeah. And uh, God has actually stopped that prophetic clock so that we can be in this grace period but he will restart it again with the Jews. Right.
1: Here's another proof that we're not gonna be here for the tribulation, it's in Isaiah. Come my people, Isaiah 1620. Come my people, enter into thy chambers, shut thy doors about thee, hide thyself as it were for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity the earth also shall disclose her blood and shall no more cover their slain. This is when Christ, okay, comes out of his place, which is heaven, and comes to the earth. And uh, mm, 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 not going to be a good time. Not going to be a good time for those that are here. Uh, so he's telling, Come, my people, enter thy chambers. That's the Father's house, okay? We're going to be up in heaven during the seven year tribulation period and we're going to be you know this also gets into the, you know how the correlations of the Jewish feast wedding the wedding feast okay how um you know all about that right how the bride is kept away in a chamber and doesn't know when when the groom is going to gonna come get her to carry her off and marry her
0: yeah i'm i'm, I'm yeah you're yeah, familiar yeah. with that i was just talking about that today you know yeah, <laughs> i went through that whole thing about you know, and how the son goes and he prepares a place for right. the bride and goes right. it to the father's house. And right. then after the father inspects it and, uh, you know, he never really, the son never really knows when the father is going to say, okay, it's good enough and go get your bride. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what we're waiting on right now for for, for, for Christ to come and get his bride. He said, I will no longer drink from this cup until I drink it anew with you in my father's house. Right. Which, man, that's going to be awesome. People are un-
1: underestimate how important the church is to Christ. We are his body. I mean, we can't even think, our brains can't even wrap around what that means. When Christ says that you're bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. We're the body of Christ. Um how awesome is that? I mean, and he yeah. loves, he loves us. He does. He loves us. And I'm telling you that we're not going to be here. Okay. When the antichrist is running around mopping off head, it just, it just, it's totally out of God's character. And I wish people would just come to the truth of that. Take the scriptures, search these scriptures out for yourself. Here's another one. Isaiah 57, one, the righteous perisheth and no man layeth it to heart and merciful men are taken away. None considering that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. What's the evil to come? And the righteous was taken away. And what's interesting about this verse That's is it's saying promises, promises for that too, yeah. yeah, go
0: ahead. Huh? Yeah, what's no, interesting is it, it the promises says
1: promises for that. Right. It it says, "Merciful men are taken away." It says, "None considering that the righteous was taken away from the evil to come." That tells me that when the rapture happens, whatever the delusion is that God sends, people are not even going to consider that the rapture just took place. Okay, me and Chuck were talking about okay this COVID thing. You know how that could be used. You know if they come out with a second wave and millions worldwide perish okay because of this second wave well no one's going to even consider that the rapture actually just took place there's going to be so much chaos when the rapture happens on the earth that no one's mm-hmm. even going to sit back and go hmm i think the rapture just happened no, no right no no. no 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 if you're on just think if you're on the freeway doing 70 80 miles an hour and the rapture happens just the freeway alone. Can you imagine the sudden destruction? My friend, Chuck is a truck driver. Where do you think his truck is going to go? It's going to go right into oncoming traffic. That's one vehicle. Just imagine when the rapture happens, the, the the utter chaos. I mean, God forbid, you got two pilots in a, in an airplane and both of them were saved.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. I think about things like this, you know, it's like yeah. And, and then it's something to think about because that's sudden destructively actually seen in the story when Moses left Egypt. Uh when he left Egypt, they were to eat Passover land before they left and uh have their shoes all latched up. And when all of that Stuff began to happen right there at that very moment. They took all of the vessels, you know, while the, the firstborn were dead, right? They were killed all of them. And there was screaming all over the entire, uh, you know, Egyptian camp and anyone else who wasn't covered by the blood. They, they were screaming that night. And then the next, when they got ready to leave, the next thing that happened. Is they spoiled them? They took everything with them. Uh, Though you know the the wealth, the gold, and that kind of thing, it just collapsed their economy. It destroyed them, and them exiting or vacating Egypt, and that actually just caused Egypt to go into uh, you know it was just it was terrible what happened to them. And I think that that's kind of like a picture of what will happen once the saints are removed from this world, all order, because really the church and the the saints are bringing about this order in the world. And uh, it's just going to be chaos once the church is gone. Oh, that will be self-destruction right there. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, which horse is it? The pale
1: horse? Which horse is released that actually brings hell on earth? That's what it says. Uh, it says that hell followed him. Uh, was that the, was that the uh, the red horse rider? Wow, anyway, you Anyway, one of the horses it says that uh, actually brings hell with him on earth. I mean, the demonic activity, yeah, that's going to take place is going to be unreal. Um, mm-mm-mm. as as the days yeah. of Noah. I mean, it's going to be. You wouldn't, you won't even want to come outside your house, man. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, brutally obvious that, uh, things have changed, you know, after the rapture and, you know, I
0: just, like I yeah. said, you know, people, people What you, you know, think about what's going on now, you know, just think about what's going on now. And if that's hidden, like for instance, talking about Wayfair gate, you know, <laughs> and, um, you know, then then there has some things on Walmart, and then Pizza Gate, and and just I mean the stuff that's happening now, Bill eight hundred thousand kids thing, yeah, Bill Gates and the whole thing. But just think about what's going on now, and 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 something's holding that back. But boy, right. Renette, if if uh, if all of the good saved people are gone, oh my goodness, yeah. That's all you have left. It's not going to be anything and darkness. Yeah, it's
1: yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, and see, we can't even fathom that because what do we it have in really- our hearts? We've got, we've got love for one another in our hearts. We can't even right. fathom taking someone else's life. You know what I mean? Um, that's right. all going to be gone. You know what I mean? It's it's all going to be gone, and all you're going to have is darkness. Darkness is going to prevail over the entire world for a short period of time. And if the Lord said that if he didn't come back and cut it short, no flesh would, would be saved. And
0: I have a feeling that that's going to have
1: a lot to do with the vaccination, because I think when people take this vaccination, man, you're just getting yourself a death sentence. Um,
0: yeah. Physically
1: and spiritually. But that's a whole nother topic. But yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Wow. That's something. You've given us something to <laughs> think about. It.
1: Sure you to. Yeah, you know, and, and like I said, everyone out there, I love all you guys. And look, if you really want to believe that you're going to go through the tribulation, then, you know, that's fine. I mean, I don't get upset about it. I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm OK with it, you know. Um, but as for me and, and my house and, you know, it's the blessed hope. If I didn't have the blessed hope, Vincent, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed every day and have joy in my heart. Knowing, seeing what's happening right now and knowing it's going to get so bad that eventually I'm going to get my head cut off. It's just a matter of time. Uh I couldn't, I I wouldn't be able to function. You know what I mean? I have the blessed hope. I know that the Lord is going to take me out of that hour of trial that comes upon the whole world, He promised mm-hmm. that He's going to take us out of that. Okay, we're saved. We're washed in the blood. Okay, there's nothing we need to prove to God. We don't need to prove to God anything else. We don't need to be, you know, um, whipped and beaten uh, to, you know, to prove our our loyalty to God. Okay, that's uh-huh. not because <laughs> if that were the case, there'd be nothing left of my hide. Okay, when the <laughs> Lord got done. Taking me to the woodshed, so thank yeah. God for His grace, His love,
0: His mercy. Um, it's amazing, you know. Well, I, I want to thank you for you know coming on tonight, and yeah, uh, it's you. been a wonderful experience, just a uh, fellowship in the Lord. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, and I, I appreciate you having me on, Vincent, and, and um, I know Chuck, Chuck, Chuck loves you to death too, man. He's like, man, I gotta go to bed. This has been, a, yeah. I'm going to grab that video and download it and put it up on my channel and say hi to Vincent for me. I said, okay. So Chuck
0: says hi. <laughs> All right. Okay.
1: But thanks Chuck, for having Chuck, me on. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, well it's been wonderful. Yeah.
0: And, um, Thank you. Maybe we'll do it again. Okay. Another time. All right. Uh, well, we're going to quick, I guess I'm going to remove you and we're going to do a prayer. Um and uh we're gonna have prayer heavenly father we thank you lord for uh, the night pray father for uh lord our friend uh, shane Ask you to bless him bless uh, chuck as well god bless all of the people who are on the broadcast tonight thank you god that uh lord you are our blessed hope we are waiting for you jesus to come and uh we want you guys to be ready for you that uh, you can come back for church without spot nor blemish. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, guys, uh, we're going to get out of here. Remember again, until next time, that Jesus is the light of the world and the truth shall set free. God bless you. Have a good night.